Welcome to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. Every Friday morning from 9 to 10 a.m. Pacific and online at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. From director Lena Leta Pilopita, as well as executive producer Amanda Spain, comes their documentary film, Periodical a new feature documentary film that tells the story and the unexpected story, really, of the human body by exploring the marvel and mystery of the menstrual cycle from first period to last. But this is not your middle school sex ed class. This is a story about how women on the U.S. soccer team track their cycles while training for the World Cup to scientists who are discovering the power and the possibilities of stem cell found in period blood to young activists flipping the bill on period tax from one state to another. The film uncovers shocking truths and challenges taboos and celebrates the untapped potential of this special nutrient dance blood. Again, we're joined today by the director of the film, and that would be Lena Leta Pelopita, as well as executive producer Amanda Spain. To both of you, welcome to Film School Radio. Thank you for so having me. excited to be here. Lena, how did this kind of project come together? Before we go there, though, Mike, how does that make you feel? Menstruation, periods. How does it make me feel? Uh, yeah. I, <laughs> well, you know, honestly, I grew up in a Catholic school. And, and when I was in high school, I was in an all-boys high school. Never talked about it. I remember seeing as a child my my mom's the, the rig that we see in the film which looked like uh, something out of a science fiction movie to me. I'm coming from the point of view of a lot of men in the sense of we don't talk about it, but women don't even talk about it. it, it it's very complicated. Like this is long overdue. I feel it's anything that has to do with women's health is, is so tied up in politics and so much other crap that I'm so happy to see a film like this. So yeah, but this ties into your question for me. Because that was exactly the reason. Yeah. I was I was sitting down writing something in my diary scribbling, and it ended up being like a little ode to women and women's bodies and what powerful bodies we are. We squeeze babies out and bleed and bleeding. What a beautiful, interesting cycle. And wait a minute, we don't know anything about it. Why yeah. don't we? Yeah. Why is it a taboo? As you said, men don't talk about it, women don't talk about it. And because it's such a taboo for 2000 years, we lived in this land where we thought, you know, the flowers wilt when a menstruating woman walks by, right. or that woman cannot make a mayonnaise when she's bleeding, which is still a very strong belief in uh, Spain. <laughs> yeah. So what at what point, what was the thing that prompted you to, you know, I've got to do this. This is something we really need to, to make a movie about. Every time we say, don't talk about it, I'm like, ooh. <laughs> Why? <laughs> so I think I have the rebellious streak in me, which is I'm always curious about the things that are not allowed. So yeah. that was the first look at it. And then um, the moment I dug online and saw what is it about menstruation, what's happening about menstruation, I saw that there is a budding movement about it. So it wasn't just all of these wild things that we always talk about menstruation, you know, from facials to taboo. There was also, you know, uh, Kiran Gandhi, a woman who, when I was researching, was just ran a marathon, free bleeding, and that was such a huge deal. You know, uh, a bloody um, 
leggings of a marathoner was a huge political statement. And you're like, wow, that's really interesting. And then I started seeing that there is this tax. At that point, it was like 40 states that had this crazy tax that, you know, like if you're if you're menstruating, dish out extra dollar and a half, um, you know, for your already expensive organic tampons and whatnot. So I saw that there was already interesting tensions and fights and the lobbying involved in the fact that our bodies bleed. So I was like, OK, that's interesting. You know, and little by little, built a deck, and it took me a while to find the right people because I took one production company, then people were like, "What the hell?" Periods, <laughs> you know. Um, and then I brought it to XDR, who were like, "Oh my god, we got it!" And then we started pitching, and I just remember how smooth the pitch went with MSNBC and Amanda because it was a, a lean-in moment, and it was like what within five days, Amanda was like, "Let's go." <laughs> It's right. true. It was that quick. <laughs> well, Amanda, uh, yeah, to 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 that point, and uh, and watching the film, watching periodical, I was struck by why didn't I know this? I mean, putting aside the biological aspects of menstruation, why didn't I know so many other things about this issue? Mm-hmm. The the kind of the the uh, zeitgeist around around this politically, economically. There's so many socially, but but it. That's the thing that's so wonderful about the film is why didn't I know this? <laughs> well, that's what I mean. I tell the story every almost every time I talk about this film. You know, I'm 47 years old. And the first time I saw a cut of the film, this is not a sad film. It's actually, as you know, it's a really fun film. But yeah. I cried because I was I, I'm an older woman who did not know so much about my own body. And I'm educated and like progressive and all the things that you would think I would know these things about my own body. But the simplest of things that Linda brings to the story, the simplest biological elements that that have been kept from us for political reasons, it was shocking to me. And then once I got through the sort of mourning my own uh, inability to know all the facts I then began to really enjoy the fact that we get to put this film out into the world. And now I know more. I'm going to bring my son, my older son to the film. So he'll know more. It's so important for me that this film is seen by women. Yes. But to your point, Mike, you really got a lot out of the film. And I think it's a really important film for men to see men to bring their sons to women to bring their daughters and sons to, because it is life altering to have the knowledge. And once you have the knowledge, you have the power, which again, Lena brings so great to the forefront in the film. And that's really what's been kept from us this whole time is the power. And that's why the knowledge was kept from us. And I think that's what this film does so eloquently and so fun. It's like such a fun film. And I think the combo of the two is not always the truth in documentary. Like in documentary, we do a lot of important subjects but it's not always fun to watch. Yeah. Um, and it shouldn't have to be fun all the time. But this is one of those films that is really important, has a lot of important things to say, but you also have a really good time and get to enjoy it. I mean, it covers the biology, the value of menstrual blood. The, there's there's things that are we're beginning to only now to find out about in, that, in regards to that, because uh, politically, uh, let's say patriarchy-wise, we weren't, science never spent time studying this uh, to the point where we now are able to, but we should have known a hundred years ago. There are things in the film that were within the grasp of science a hundred years ago to understand. 
And we're still only now beginning to understand that part of it. But you're right. It is fun. It is done with a sense of humor. And I, I just, I, I love, I love the different aspects of it, the film that you're able to bring into it, but the politics of it, you know, we're, we're having these very serious discussions around the Dobbs decision, women's health. How are we, how are we navigating plan B, plan C, whatever it is. And we still don't under even understand the basics. And this is really the, the thing that galls me. We don't even understand the, the, the physiology of it. I mean, in general terms, we, the public, don't. So, exactly. It's, but it's about education. It's really about education. Yes. Because yes. we have all of the tools and technology to understand our bodies perfectly. We have all of the tracking apps. We know ovulation. It's only 100 years old that we understand ovulation, believe it or not. But we know it. But if you're a teenager right now in the schools around the United States, you're not taught about ovulation. You're not taught that this is your week when you're fertile, you know, like this is the week when you want to be out the most and you're glowing because literally your egg says, hello, everybody. But it's also the time when you are most able to get pregnant. So if you know that you can do so much more about your body and have so much more agency at 13, 16, 20. And yeah. we don't know it. That's like, that's why uh, the small little scene with this lady named Chelsea in LA teaching girls, um, African-American girls here in, in school in uh, LA about ovulation is revolutionary move. <laughs> it is. Well, and it's brought up in the film. Uh, and it's, I remember this when I was a teenager hearing about the word hysteria. And I think it was Sigmund Freud who coined, he was part of that movement of uh studying women and they it came up with this idea of hysteria related to to a woman's vagina i mean basically and that makes them crazy the the idea that the, Uterus, the idea yeah. of menstruation makes women irrational not whatever. fit to be presidents in some countries they're yeah. not allowed to make sushi or make sombreros because they have the cycle that makes them unpredictable makes them different every week yeah, but that's so embedded in our culture. That's the, the thing about that. I remember as a teenager hearing this like it was fact, like, oh, my God, you know, this you look out. I mean, and well, it, I remember it, as a teenager believing it. Yeah, well, that's like, what, I mean, that's the thing for me that I find yeah. so fascinating. Like, again, this film really is revolutionary because yeah. it is the moment where you go, actually, I'm not crazy. The the rest of the 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 system is crazy that put these thoughts on me and put these parameters on me. Men have bad days all the time, and no one's like, "Oh, he must be PMSing today." It's like, no, they get to just have bad days, and they don't ascribe it to anything. And actually, they don't really seem to care if they have a bad day. I mean, I can look at some of our political figures and say to myself, "I don't know if they're very rational," but yet they get elected, right? And yet they, we, for so long in history, irrationality has been prescribed to women because of bodily function that gives us so much power. And I think fundamentally, what I love about this film is that it really leans into that. This is powerful. Yeah. The fact that we can do this and then also move into menopause and be powerful. The whole myth around menopause is debunked, I think, in this film too, that somehow when you're in your menopause phase of womanhood that you've lost all like you're you're no longer wanted in society you're you're being put out to pasture i mean i can think of all the tropes i have heard in my lifetime about women as they age and what's so great about this film is what lena's done is take us from the first period to your last 
And it is, it is about empowering all the moments in between and after. And so I am in that stage of life. I'm 40, like I said, I'm 47. I'm looking to a different, and I was like, oh, you mean I don't have to be depressed? Like I can actually lean in and enjoy this next phase of my life and own the powerful part of it. So that's why this film, again, I know I'm like hyping it, but it's like generational. Like I want 14 year olds to go and 90 year olds to go because it is literally that, I think the audience is that broad for this film. Madeline Morales, who is filing these lawsuits in these various states where there's the the taxation on tampons. The idea that this goes back, and we it's in the film, it goes back to the time of the ancient times, you know, going back to the Romans and the Greeks as an example, and how the mystery of women, how this happens, how the pregnancy and all, and the way that it's used to marginalize and disempower women and it gives them an excuse to be able to marginalize women i think that's an important part of the story one other important part of the story that i think we need to be paying greater attention to and i think we're beginning to is native people native native americans and how they've been able to manage the land manage so much of the natural world they they haven't sought to conquer the natural world so so much as work with it and i that segment in the film where we're seeing that mentality that kind of point of view come across i think that is incredibly important not only in this particular issue but moving forward in our perception of how we're going to manage ourselves in the future And also realizing that on this beautiful land of the United States, the land of the free, there have been people who lived here way before all of us who knew the bodies, who recognized the cycles, and who celebrated those who bleed for that exact fact that they bleed. Woman is closer to creator when she's on her moon. They say woman has a direct uh, line to to God when she's on her menstruation. (laughs) You know, this is mind boggling and gorgeous. And I'm like, we need to hear more of these stories. I I think that story is super powerful in the film, too, because of what Linda just said. But also, I think we, you know, we want to screen the film there for them. And I just keep laughing about their reaction is going to be to the film because these women embraced their cycle in a way that, you know, a, a lot of Western or uh, women across the world don't. And I just keep thinking they're going to look at this film and be like, wow, we had no idea this was so bad for all of you. <laughs> but we are hoping to bring it to to them in South Dakota. So um, hopefully they'll get to see it. And I would lo- I can't wait to hear what they think when they watch. I just want to let our listeners know that uh, the film periodical in its theatrical run here in Los Angeles will be playing at the Los Feliz Theater, the 14th, the 15th, and the 18th. It will be screening there. So be looking for it. That it is also going to be playing on MSNBC on Sunday, November 19th. Uh, that would be 10 Eastern. The research with menstrual blood, stem cells. The, this feels like this is something we're beginning to understand that that is going to be an important part of this story moving forward, right? I mean, I find that like, you know, it's all important moving forward, right? Especially now as the war, like, you know, we always talk about the war on women, but I think as as our bodies are even more under assault politically, yeah. I think all the research and all the things that are like, you know, I think Lena in the film talks about the tracking apps, which are great. 
they help you with your cycle and they help you understand where you are in your cycle and how not to get pregnant if you don't want to get pregnant or help you get pregnant if you do actually. But I think the thing is, is that there's with every good thing, there's also the darker side, which is now the gut, like there's a tracking app. And for those who want to take more control of the bodies, then they can know where you are in your cycle as well. So I think all of these interesting things, like there's so much great research out there and so much great stuff that you learn about in the film. And now it's our job to make sure that those things are used for good <laughs> and that and that right. they're used for the empowerment of the female body versus the takedown of it. And I think that's one of the messages that Lena uh, makes clear in the film. Well, I'll speak for myself. And that is, I grew up in an era where you not only didn't want to know, but you made it clear that you didn't want to know what was going on, right? That was kind of a thing for men when I was growing up. And, I'll say, and I say this in the best possible way. You watch this movie, you're hearing and seeing things you can't unsee, right? And that's important, right? It, it, you can't say you didn't know after you've watched this film. That's and I right. think that's really important. I love that, Mike. That's perfect way to end this. Sec- like, that's like, because that's right. Once you see it, you can't say you don't know. And that's, that's the most important part of the, of knowledge. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you both for, for your time and for the film periodical. Uh, we've been speaking with Lena Lete Pilopita and the executive producer, Amanda Spain. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you so much for the film, for the sense of humor, for the knowledge. And thank you so much for periodical. Come back anytime. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Thank you so much for having us. This was wonderful. You've been listening to Film School Radio, the on-air online showcase for the best in independent documentary and foreign films. You can find out more about the program at filmschoolradio.com. I'm your host, Mike Kaspar. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next week with another edition of Film School Radio. 